0: You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I am going to be talking about a segment that I debuted on TikTok that I think is going to be important for people who are new collectors, but I also think it's a good exercise for collectors who are seasoned in this in this industry. I think always going and checking eBay, uh, looking for new cards is important, and there's something that I'm putting on TikTok, so I'm calling it uh, sports card pick, because I, I basically was just looking for a hashtag that wasn't used on TikTok, so that way I could create videos, and if hypothetically somebody were to say, like, what card should I buy, I could just say, go to this hashtag on TikTok, you'll find all the videos that I made about the cards. So essentially what the segment is, is I'm going to be looking for cards of certain values. So I started out with $10, and I think for TikTok, uh, definitely for TikTok, it is more of a younger crowd for sure. Uh, I do think that there are adults, and I think saying at this point that saying that TikTok is a younger crowd is is correct because there's a, a majority of the people on there are younger, but you're still you. I mean, there's regular, pe- regular people there are older people, there are people who are my age in their late 20s there's people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s I, it's, it's not like Facebook where like everybody is on it, but it is a social media platform that is, it skews a little bit younger, so I think sometimes when I try and I don't know, post about the podcast, it doesn't do as well, because I think that that crowd may just not listen to podcasts potentially, but like realistically, if one person that can one person watches the video and sees the thing and goes and listens to the podcast, that's a that's a win in my opinion for for that specific TikTok that I'm trying to promote the podcast. Sometimes, but so the segment essentially is um, I started with ten dollars, so it was basically trying to maybe not even the best card, but it was a good card because I think best is very subjective, and I think there are tons of different reasons why somebody could say something is the best of something like a card specifically like it could be i don't know it could be the best card of a player it could be the card that makes the most money i i'm not here to argue what the definition of best within the sports card world is but i look at it and i say uh if i'm if i do and basically and here's here's what i did Essentially, sorry. So I'm gonna I'm just going to go into what I did to find the card. So the first card that I did for this segment. So if you go to hashtag sports card pick, you're going to see that I did the Cody Bellinger uh, 2017 Heritage Rookie Card. Raw, raw because you, you can find that card for around $45 to $50. Uh, Great as a PSA 10, which I still think that's a pretty good value for that card in my opinion. Um, I like Heritage, and I think Heritage... I don't know I I wouldn't say that it's undervalued or underrated but I do think that it is a product that may have more of a future than it does now um I think mainly because people who are coming into this people who are coming into sports cards if some of them are older they may even cuz I think it's 30 years no so 1970 so oh so it's I guess it's I think it's either Forty or fifty years for heritage, I forget which number it is, but they're going through chronologically and using the previous years. Or maybe it's thirty-five years. I don't remember exactly what how, what the years of how many day of how many years they go back. But with heritage, each year they go back to they're going through chronologically to throughout the years of the base tops designs, and they're using that design uh, for this product. So I think that is. A, I think that's a pretty cool aspect, and I'm inter- I'd be I'll be very interested interested to see where the hobby is at when they like catch up to where we're at now, and that'll probably be whatever the amount of years. Like I said, I forget. I think it's I'm pretty sure it's 30, 30 or forty or fifty. I, I'm not even you know I'm I'm gonna get off that point because I'm not sure, and I don't want to. Uh, but whatever whatever the date is, I'll be interested to see what they do if they if if sports cards are still around if that product is still around. That'll be kind of cool. But so essentially what I did was I used the eBay filters, which I think if you're trying to learn sports cards, learning the eBay filters is probably one of the more important parts to sports cards in general, where I think people, people should be looking at these filters at least once a day. um, And you should be looking in your price range. And this is also sort of a point that I wanted to make about, that I'll get into actually in a little bit after I talk about the filters was just that I it's it's similar to sports gambling uh where I just like being in the game like I like having cards like my budget itself hasn't really gone up um so that's something that actually maybe I'll do another episode on that cuz I think that's probably a longer longer segment that I would want to go into but but either way so you know for this one specifically I did go with $10 because I felt like the $10 price point was good for tiktok i may there will probably be times i'm going to be experimenting with the pricing of it um but it'll always be like under a certain amount it'll always be like under 20 or under 100 uh and i've talked about in the past like these price points and kind of where you should be looking at or what type of what types of card you should be looking at and I think for this one if you're going 10, you really have to probably go with either your favorite player or the player you think is going to be the best in the future and then buy one of their cards because I just think that that's where you're going to find the most potential. I don't know if if going and finding you but you, the other the other way you could find potential is if you go with like a prism rookie of a kind of an unknown name who maybe has some potential. That's another way. But I think that, like, for Cody Bellinger, I think Cody Bellinger is one of the best baseball players in the league right now, and I think he is still young. Like, he's still in his, like, rookie contract, if I'm not mistaken. So he's definitely going to be a player who is going to sign some sort of insane contract. Like, now he has a World Series. He already has an MVP. He's going to be playing with Mookie Betts if he signs there for long term. And then there's rumors they're going to get Nolan Arenado. So, like, the... The Dodgers are, they're sort of creating almost like a dynasty in baseball, and they're really, because I don't, I don't understand how more teams don't figure out a way to do this. Like, I don't understand how more teams aren't trying to figure out how to just buy, or, well, yeah, I mean, buy good players. Like, it doesn't make much, like, buy buying players that are like Mookie Betts or like a Cody Bellinger or I mean like a Nolan Arenado for that for that point as well. Like I don't see how more teams and I understand LA is that market is is basically made for that because it's one of the biggest sports markets in the world potentially I would say like based off of how many teams they have and all of the all the money that they have in that in that industry uh that is probably one of the biggest sports markets like I said, probably in the world. So, you know, they obviously have that opportunity to do that where someone like the Tampa Bay Rays probably doesn't have the opportunity to go out and buy, like, essentially pay for a Nolan Arenado even after they just signed Mookie Betts to one of the largest contracts in baseball history. Uh, But so if you are buying... um, If you're buying these types of cards, like the $10 cards, I think... Realistically, you're not looking for huge amounts of returns. Like realistically, I think if this if this card goes to thirty dollars or if it goes to twenty-five dollars, that's gonna be a win for like a ten dollar card. Like I don't think unless you're getting a player who is like some unknown name right now who becomes a top five player. Like hypothetically, if you then I don't think I don't know if this is really possible, but like look at what happened with Giannis. Like Giannis wasn't like a, a highly touted prospect. Like if you could find a player that's maybe like Giannis and that's going to be tough because like nowadays everybody has a prospect that they like and every prospect essentially has a pretty decent sized market because everybody's trying to find the next guy. So like you really got to dig deep. If you are looking for some sort of player who is, if you, if you really got to dig deep, if you're looking for some sort of player who you think is unknown, because I don't, at this point no prospect in my opinion is really unknown in basketball because of the amount of players there are. And because of, because of where the market's at and how people want to prospect and how how they want to buy these cards, it's going to be hard to do that. So that's it is an option, but it's going to be a lot harder in my opinion. So that's why I'm focusing on like Bellinger, who I think is one of the best superstars in the league. And then, I mean, Heritage, in my opinion, I think is an undervalued set. Uh, and yes, it is cheaper. And I think, yes, it's going to take a little bit longer because I thought... I guess it's not a set that has really blown up yet, and I expected it sort of to, but it hasn't. So I don't know what you, I don't know if you look at that and say, well, when is it going to happen? Like, is it going to happen 10 years? Is it going to happen five years? Like, I don't really, I don't know exactly when it's going to happen, but I think eventually one day baseball, it's really going to, I think it's going to have to come down to if baseball can like step up and figure out a way to make the league more popular. Then I think that's when you're going to start to see baseball products be more like basketball products where it's harder to find all of them. It all of them basically have value. Like you're really not getting by with any base rookies that are just kind of throwaway cards. Like all of them are very popular. So that's where I kind of see and I mean I think that baseball could do it if they make the right steps, but I also think they could kill the league honestly in 10 years if they aren't careful with how they use media how they distribute media all that type of stuff and I know I've I've talked about that in the past so I look at like the heritage card and I say I believe that the league could make a change and that's why I think this card specifically is going to be one to take a look at and you know I think it's 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 not I know I've talked about in the past like I don't I try and create content around cards that I think are good that could help a collector and I think I think this one specifically no I think th- the concept itself I think is going to be It's going to be something that I hope people don't just go out and buy the card. I hope that they do their own research for the card, and then maybe they use the filter, and maybe this is another step that I have to do for the content itself, is talk about the filter. Because I'll go in, and basically I did like 5 to 10, because I was looking for on the higher range of these cards. And then I think I did sold listings, and then I'll scroll through, and I'll find cards that are interesting, and then I'll search for the card and make sure that that one wasn't like an anomaly in... I mean this Bellinger card has sold in the 12-11 dollar range but if you're patient you can definitely find this card for under 10 dollars. Let's just I'll just put put it that way. And I think I want to this segment, the sports card pick. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a weekly segment on the podcast as well. I think it it's more organic than the I think the hype profile was the other idea that I had for a segment. I think there was another one that I had that I forget what the name of the the segment I want to call it was but I think um on the podcast the 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 card pick essentially is going to be uh one of the segments similar to what I did on similar to what I did on Monday with the car with the with the buy or sell uh this one's just going to have more information essentially on specific cards and prices but it's going to be like I'm going to start with 10, and I'm probably going to do 10 a couple times, and I don't even know... I, And honestly, it may even just be, like, an episode that I do a week, because I don't know how many times a week I'm going to be posting this the video that's, like, on the the sports card pick, Um, because I also think... I mean, like I said, these are... These segments... This is one... So, the segments and stuff that I'm trying to create is... I'm trying to create it, so that way, if I hypothetically want to get, like, advertisers and stuff like that, I have... I have something that I can say. Do you want to sponsor this thing, and not just do you want to sponsor the podcast? Do you want to maybe do a smaller sponsorship? It's it's a business. It's a business move, in my opinion. That I kind of am taking from what Barstool does. Um, and I talked about Barstool being one of the I think one of the most important media outlets, sports media outlets, in 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 the industry right now. And I know some people don't like it, but I think you have to look at it and say. In my opinion, if you're listening to, like, Erica Nardini, who's the CEO, does a podcast, and she she interviews people, and she talks about, like, the business side of the content, which, if you're a content person, the so it's the token CEO is the name of the podcast. You, it, you 100% have to check out this podcast because it has, I mean, tons of great information, and it really, she breaks, she does a great job at breaking down a lot of the, like, questions and a lot of the stuff, and I think one thing that Barstool does that's really good is they are... They're good at creating media entities, I think if that's what I'm or an IP is signed up sort of how she has described it. But they're good at creating these types of things where you can bring that you can bring an advertiser in and you can say, Do you want to do you want to sponsor the podcast or do you want to sponsor the segment? You know, it's 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 all together there essentially and that's sort of where that's one one conscious reason why I am sort of trying to create these segments a little bit more so just so you know I mean I don't think it's I think if you're listening to this podcast you enjoy the content so you wouldn't en- you would enjoy someone like me getting some sort of sponsorship with either a person or with a company and the, these segments are are ways that I'm trying to make the podcast better and make the podcast. um I guess more like a podcast, um, I think mine is, my podcast is a little bit different, I feel like, than most, like, one, I mean, it's daily, so that's sort of something where I, maybe I run into issues where I'm talking about the same thing a co- for a couple days, or like, the same concepts I talk about, but I think also, like, I, I do, I'm gonna be doing some more interviews coming up, uh, in the next few months, um, but like, I feel like the podcast itself. Like, I feel like that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just because I don't. I don't know. But I feel like there aren't many podcasts where it's literally just every day one person talking about talking about a topic for fifteen to twenty twenty five minutes. I'm not a hundred percent sure if there are other podcasts like that, but I'm sure there probably is. But that's what this podcast is, and I'm trying. But uh, so it's. I don't know if it's like a lane that I'm in or what, but I'm trying to basically make the podcast more like more like a podcast that um, I don't know has segments or whatever so that's sort of sort of why you're probably going to see me with some of these with some of these segments with like more more specific content with a purpose. I think that's maybe what it is It's content with a purpose. It's not just uh, something where I'm talking about it it's like there's more research involved and that's kind of something else where. I mean the podcast itself and I know this has kind of gotten away a little bit from talking about the the segment and the Cody Bellinger card but the podcast itself I feel like I feel like sometimes it's it's more just me talking about my thoughts and I think it's good because I don't know I th- I don't I don't I sometimes I just when I don't do content it like get, I get anxious but then I don't know it's it, it's it is weird cuz like when I get so I'll get anxious when I don't do content but then sometimes when I don't do the content, I just want to relax. See, the, this is the problem with me, I guess. When I, I want to just relax and I don't want to make any content, it makes me anxious. But then I get anxious when I have so much. I don't know. It's a whole It's a whole thing. So, um, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to create more content on the podcast, and, and on TikTok, on Instagram. More content with a purpose. I think that's kind of my main goal for, for the next year of the podcast is to make it make it a more of a business. Like I think right now it's it's just something that it's just something that I'm doing on the side. Like it's just something for fun, which is good. I think everybody should have something like that, but I do think that for me I definitely want to turn this into more of a business. So, I think if you are you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to screenshot, I don't know. This is me asking people to do something which I do typically, but like I don't know, not really I never I feel like I'm kind of just like i ah, if you want if you want to do it, go for it, if you don't, then it's fine, but like if you want to share the podcast like screenshot it and put it on Instagram and tag me, I would really appreciate that I mean that's kind of where like word of mouth is one of the best ways that the podcast can grow, and I understand that for you, the growth of the podcast doesn't really matter because you like the podcast kind of where it is, but at the same time. Growth, more growth in the podcast means that there's going to be more opportunities for me to do other content stuff with the podcast, with content. So, you know, I guess if that's something that you, something, if something uh, from your standpoint that's a good, 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 that's good, uh, there's that. And I mean, that's basically all I've got for today's episode. Um, I know I, I talked about the segment, I talked about the podcast in general. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing on Apple Music. I, I don't know if I should call it Apple Music or iTunes. I think it's uh, it's I think it's Apple Music, but I still call it iTunes. It should be Apple Music. Thank you for listening on Spotify. Uh, thank you for following on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all those great places. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.